Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, friends, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. And here's why. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Remember, that's before the meat is weighed and priced. And it's the very top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So you see you get a better value in top-grade beef. Now, to give you an example... Let's take a Kroger cut rib roast. Before the roast is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the short rib end, the waist, and trims the chine bone. You don't pay roast price for the short rib end and waist. And no matter whether you buy a Kroger cut steak or roast, you receive more meat, less waste. So don't forget, that's at your Kroger store. See for yourself by visiting your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Get Kroger cut beef. And get more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. Penny Gibbs' mother, Grace, has met wealthy Barry Carlton and not only likes him, but feels that Penny is more than casually interested in him. But Penny insists that Barry is nothing more than a friend. It's the next day now, and Freddie Lang walks into the Gibbs' living room and says... Hi, Gibbsy. Oh, Freddie, you through work so soon? Hey, look, when you go to work at 3 o'clock in the morning, you ought to be through by noon, don't you think? No, but you so seldom come home before 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, most of the time I stay out at the farm and shoot the breeze with Mr. Williams. Oh, how is he? I haven't seen him in weeks. Oh, he's just fine, fine. But he doesn't get down into town very much, you know. Mm. Farm keeps him busy. Say, where's Nora? Nora is wheeling the baby around the block. Oh. And what are you doing? <laughs> I'm knitting. Uh-huh. You mind if I watch? No, I don't mind. Um, I didn't know that you were interested in knitting. Me? <laughs> I'm not. I tried it once, you know. I, I took one stitch, then I lost the stitch, and I lost the interest at the same time. Oh, it's not half as difficult as it looks, Freddy. Well, if you ask me, it's tougher than it looks. Knit one, purl one, knit two, purl three. <laughs> Why, it's enough to drive a guy nuts. Well, it's very simple when you know how. Come on, I'll show you. No, no, you come don't, Gipsy. No, no, I, I don't want to know nothing at all about knitting. Say, uh, what if Nora knits? I don't know, but I imagine she does. That's bad. That's good. Think of all the knit sweaters and socks you may have someday. Yeah, and think of all the times that I have to sit on the floor holding yarn while Nora makes a ball out of it. <laughs> so that's what has you worried, hmm? Mm-hmm. Oh, and Kibsey, there's nothing I hate worse either. You know, I think it was some dame who invented having yarn come in long strings instead of balls. It was just another way to make a sucker out no, of a guy. Oh, Freddie, yarn comes in skeins instead of balls for a very good reason. Sure, so a guy has to hold out his hands and hold the stuff. Don't kid me. Well, as a matter of fact, I'm about ready for another scheme. Would you like to hold uh, it? No, no, nothing doing, Gibson, not me. <laughs> oh, I was, just I was only teasing to... you. No, no. I want my own yarn. You do? Yeah. Oh. Well, I tip a chair over and use two of the legs. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I can see where that would work, too. <laughs> i got to find out if Nora knits now, and if she does, I'll tell her all about using the legs of a chair. You feel safer now, do you? Yeah, sure. You know, there's only two things dames do that scare me out of having anything to do with them. What's that? Well, one is holding yarn, see? Mm-hmm. And the other one is when they start trying dresses on guys. <laughs> oh, 
Can you see me standing around with a dress on while some dame sticks pins in the meat? She's putting the pins in the dress, stupid. Yeah, but half of them go in a little too far. I'm the guy that knows. Oh, you do, huh? Mm-hmm. You've uh, been a dress model, have you? Mm, yes, once. Oh, but I was a kid then, Gibsy. And gee, she was a beautiful dame. You know, she invited me up to meet her folks one night and a dress at the same time that she was making. <laughs> Well, right there in front of her old man, the old lady, she makes me put on this dress, see? Yep. And then she starts sticking pins into me. Oh, I bet you love that. Oh, yeah, this was just great. Now, take it in a little at the waist, the old lady says, and I want to <laughs> tell the old lady to take that old thing and throw it into the furnace oh, and burn it. Oh, Freddie, I hope you didn't. Well, no, I didn't. Every time I started to say something, I'd get stuck, you know, another <laughs> pin. And all I said all evening was ouch. What did you do? Tell the girl you'd never see her again if you had to act as a dress model? No. I didn't tell that dame anything at all but good night. That was the end of me and that dame. The end of any ideas I ever had about getting married at 17. Or at 18. Or 50. So, um, you're never going to get married, hmm? Well, Gibsy, I... I changed my mind. Oh, you changed your mind? Well, I think I have, anyhow. Mm-hmm. And Nora doesn't look like the kind of a dame who'd do that to a guy, do you think? No, I don't. That's what I thought. And, well, anyhow, I guess maybe she's worth taking a chance on. Marriage itself is a chance, Freddie. Yeah, that's what they tell me. But some people seem to do okay. The most sensible people do. Oh, no, I better take that back. Yeah? Why is that? Well, Freddie, I got a letter from an old friend of mine the other day. A very sensible person, if there ever was one. Oh, uh, a dame I know? No, I don't think I mentioned it to you. She's Peg Martin, a girl I knew in camp. She was the sensible type, Freddie, but her marriage was a failure. Oh, and bust, huh? Uh, she say why? No, Freddie. It was just one of those things that didn't work out, I guess. Well, I guess there's no way of figuring it'll work out for me and Nora either. I mean, for Nora and me. Maybe that's why I don't want to jump right into it or anything. Well, that's being smart. I hope so. You know, Kibsey, I've made an awful mess of everything else in my life, and this is one thing that I want to do right. Well, you have the right attitude, Freddie. Things will probably work out because of it. Well, I'll settle for a lot less than perfection, Kibsey. Just as long as I don't ever hurt the kid. You know, I I tried doing things right with you, but everything I did, it turned out to be wrong, you oh, know? Oh, that wasn't your fault, Freddie. It was just one of those things. Well, calling it just one of those things doesn't excuse what I did, Gibsy. And what I did can't be undone. The only way I can make it up to you is to treat Nora okay. Oh, Freddie, you've made amends already by being the kind of person you are now. <gasps> Freddie Lang, I've knitted hmm. one row too many before the decrease. Oh. Well, what's that mean? It means I'm knitting a skirt, and I'm not supposed to knit straight up and down. I have to decrease the number of stitches every so often. That gives the skirt the shape. Oh, scared me there. <laughs> well, what do you do about that? You just skip a couple of stitches? Oh, no, I don't think that'd work very well. You knit two stitches together. And yeah. Oh, and you better answer the door. Sure thing, Gibsy. If that's the gas man, uh, take him into the kitchen. He knows what to fix. What's the trouble? That pilot light down again? It's down and out. Oh, well, I guess you don't want me to try and fix it anymore, huh? No, thank you, thank you. Oh, hello, Freddie. Well, hello, Professor Rogers. No, Gibsy, it's not the gas man. It's that school teacher. Hello, Professor Rogers. <laughs> Hello, Miss Gibbs. You don't mind a caller at high noon, I hope. No, I don't. Where have you been? I haven't seen you in a long time. Oh, well, I, I've been awfully busy at the laboratory. Hey, look, you people will excuse me, won't you? I'm going out to see if I can find Nora and the baby. Can All you? right, Freddie. You're not running out of my account, are you, Freddie? Why not at all, Prof? You're 
not even a member of the league. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Um, I wonder what he meant by that. Oh, well, he meant that I'm not considered one of your ardent admirers, Miss Gibbs. That wasn't very nice of him. And it proves he's sadly misinformed, too, because I, I am one of your most ardent admirers, but of a different kind than can be linked with you romantically. Can anybody be linked with me romantically? Oh, I might name a few, but I won't. I really came to talk about one of my problems, not any of yours. Oh. You mind? No, I'm flattered. Come on, sit down. Oh, thanks. Well, say, that's, that's a beautiful thing you're knitting. What is it? It's going to be a skirt if I pay more attention to what I'm doing. Oh, well, if you don't have time to talk today, this little problem of mine no, can wait. No, 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 no. I can talk. I like to talk while I knit. Well, if, if you're, you're sure it's all right. I'm sure it's all right. Well, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's probably a strange thing to talk to you about, Miss Gibbs, but I, I, I've got to talk to someone, and you're the most logical person, and you're a woman, too. What does being a woman have to do with it? Oh, a great deal, Miss Gibbs. You see, my problem is a woman. Oh, I do see. Mm. Madeline Dodge, hmm? Yeah. Well, why is she a problem? Oh, you ought to know why. She... Well, she just won't leave me alone. She's probably in love with you, Professor. Oh, Miss Gibbs, you know better than that. You know Madeline Dodge almost as well as I do, and you know she's incapable of being in love with anyone but herself. Then why does she bother you? Because she likes to possess things. She wants to possess me. Miss Gibbs, what is it about women that makes them so possessive? Not all women are possessive, Professor. No? No. Oh. Well, I felt that they were. Oh, you've had this trouble with women before, hmm? Well, to a degree. As a matter of fact, you're the only woman I've ever known that didn't demand things <laughs> from me. And mostly my time. But Madeline Dodge is the worst of the lot. Well, that's because she has more spare time than any other women you've known, probably. That must be the reason. Oh. Well, perhaps I, I shouldn't be concerned with the reason, Miss Gibbs. What I want is a, a, a woman's advice on how to get rid of another possessive woman. And you think I can tell you? Hmm? Well, I don't know. I'm just asking. I, I thought... Well... You you might know what it is about me that makes Madeline want to own me. Do you have any idea, or, or isn't it me? Well, Professor, this is only my opinion, and I could be wrong, but I think it is you. You mean it's my fault that Madeline hounds me so? Well, suppose I ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Have you ever shown any fondness for her? Oh, no, no, no. That that would only encourage her, make her think I wanted her around. No, that's where you're wrong. Maybe if you made yourself easily available or, or started to show an ardent interest in her, she'd lose her interest in you. Oh, I don't, I don't know. That, that sounds dangerous. But it may not be. It may be the solution to the problem. Look, some people only want the things they can't have, and Miss Dodge impresses me as definitely that kind of person. Mm. She wants you because she can't have you. If she could have you... I think she'd leave you alone. Well, it's beginning to make sense to me. It's kind of the theory of supply and demand translated into the realm of human relationships. <laughs> well, I, I can see I spent too much of my life reading books and toying with chemical formulas. I, I, I don't know the simplest things about people, especially women. Women are very complex things, Professor. 
they're a life study in themselves. <laughs> but I really be glad. Oh. Hi there, gang. Hello, Freddie. You back so soon? Yeah, I'm back. Oh, uh, didn't you find Nora? Yeah, I did, but uh, I saw her down the street talking to one of the neighbors, so I just didn't bother. Oh. Say, hmm. guess who I just saw going by in a car? Who? Madeline Dodge. And that guy Barry Carlton was along with her. Madeline was with Barry Carlton. Mm-hmm. Hey, now look, maybe that's the solution to your problem right there. Oh, yes, maybe it is. A very satisfactory solution, too. Say, what are you two talking about, anyway? Oh, excuse what, me, what? I'll get the telephone. Uh, of course. Hey, Professor, look, what's all this about the solution to a problem? You have the Hello? No, no, Hello? Hello, Penny. Oh, hello, Mrs. Carlton. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Are you busy? No, dear, I'm not. Not especially. Good. I'd like to see you right away. Well, I thought it wasn't till Monday afternoon. I know, dear, but something's come up and I've got to talk to you right away. All right. I'm sorry, dear. I know it's an imposition with your stepfather ill, but I'm terribly distressed about something. Oh, Mrs. Carton, I'm sorry to hear that. What is it? It isn't anything to talk about over the phone. I'd better see you. Can you come right away? Yes, Mrs. Carton. I'll be there in half an hour. Why does Carrie Carlton have to see Penny right away? Is she in trouble again? And if so, does the trouble involve her son, Barry? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB. KCB. KCB means Kroger Cut Beef, and Kroger Cut Beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat, less waste. That's because before the meat is weighed and priced, The Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. You get more meat, less waste in Kroger cut beef. It's top U.S. government grades of beef, tender, juicy, rich red, marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So visit your neighborhood Kroger store and buy your favorite cut of beef. If you get a Kroger cut sirloin steak, you'll notice that before the steak is weighed and priced, The Kroger method of cutting beef removes the stringy end, the waste, and the excess bone. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. But remember, ladies, you can buy Kroger cut steak or roast only at Kroger stores. Make up your mind right now to visit your neighborhood Kroger store without delay. Your Kroger meat man has just the cut of beef you want. It's delicious and juicy. It's top-grade beef that will thrill your family. And don't forget... Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste, which means you get more meat for your money at your Kroger store. Listen in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another exciting transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs>